Happy New Year, GOTA members! We've got a really exciting episode to start the year off right. Joining us first today is Chart Industry CEO and President Jill Ivanko. Jill, thank you so much for being on the show again. Jill, with this being our first episode of 2023, what would you say is the economic outlook for our industry this year? Um, so overall for our industry, I think that you know what we're hearing in the public domain a lot is around a recessionary environment from a macro perspective. Yet from our industry's standpoint, there's a lot of really strong tailwinds in play here. And that's the benefit of uh, dealing with multiple different molecules and a variety of different end markets and industries that um, require the continued gas and welding capabilities that uh, that our industry, all the way from small to uh, to large independent distributors, uh, are focused on providing. I think we'll also continue to see tailwinds in some newer markets or more nascent markets, and that includes uh, markets related to the energy transition, whether that's hydrogen or carbon capture and storage capabilities, um, all the way through to the continued new builds on uh, restaurants and food and beverage applications. So while we're um, continuing to navigate what is generally an uncertain macroeconomic backdrop, I think our industry is well positioned to continue to grow throughout 2023. You gave a presentation at last year's GOTA convention where you discussed a lot of the exciting changes that Chart has made in the last few years. What would you say are the most relevant things that Chart is involved with currently with respect to the small and medium-sized distributor? Yeah, there's um, there's a variety of different activities that are underway. And let me start with a chart specific answer to that. And then I'll talk about some of the broader market areas that I think the small and medium independent distributors are going to benefit from. Uh, from the chart specific side of things, our leasing programs that we've put in place, uh, which we began putting in place in uh, middle of 2020, have continued to grow and we've continued to see a high level of interest in the leasing capabilities, which our intent there is to offer flexibility for the small and and medium independent distributors in terms of how they think about their capital budgets and um, the capabilities to expand a fleet as an example. Um, In addition to that, on the leasing side, uh, we believe that this will enable them to get into micro bulk, which historically has been um, a challenge just given uh, the expensive side of that business and combined with the lack of capital in the market um, to go into one of these newer areas. And then when you look at um, end markets, you know, I, I do think my comments around the energy transition apply here as well. And um, there's a trend in in the end user and operator area to want to go regional on things like water treatment and carbon capture. So there's a variety of different customers that I believe our um, small and medium independent distributors are already touching, whether it's cement or concrete customers that are looking towards some of these cleaner and greener applications such as CCUS. And in the case of um, of this particular answer, I would say it's for these operators that are uh, reuse cases on CO2 as an example. And so the CO2 being used in the making of said product is something that is a very natural adjacency for the distributors to get into. Obviously, independent distributors are a huge percentage of our GOTA membership. How important are those distributors to Chart's go-to-market strategy? Well, independent distributors are, in my opinion, the heart and soul of the gases and welding industry. Um, so, you know, I'd start with that, and I'd say that's why we are just such strong supporters of GATA and all the participants in, in the industry. Um, they've always been really important to Chart, especially related to our new product development capabilities. 
Um, as far back as the 90s and the rollout of the ORCA, we used uh, small and medium independent distributors as the test, the testing folks for these new product developments. Um, that includes siphon tanks, that include trifectas, mobile equipment. Um, you can see that also through um, through COVID, where there were multiple different uh, machinations around mobile medical field applications. And um, so we're we're heavily reliant on the small and medium independent distributors to continue to innovate and bring these types of solutions to market. And you know, I can't reiterate the importance of uh, of this group to the chart future. On the other side of the coin, how about the larger major distributors? What does chart have going on that will impact those distributors in the coming years? So uh, the, the what we call the industrial gas major customers in our portfolio are certainly um, their top customers for us every year. And that's something that um, adds consistency across the cycle for um, for the chart business. And what we're seeing there is similar to my comments that I think are going to benefit the independent distributors where the industrial gas majors are continuing to make uh, private sector investment in uh, the green areas of molecules. So hydrogen certainly is the number one one I hear. It's funny because I look back to um, at the end of 2018 and I was talking on our earnings call about a hydrogen fueling station that we won and nobody cared. And now you can't get through a conversation without everyone asking about hydrogen. And I think that you know, you, there's a, a great way for our industry as a whole, small all the way up to these large majors, to continue to be the force behind being the first to um, safely handle and safely certify these new types of um, applications for uh, abundant molecules such as hydrogen. And so I think that we can um, continue to support them in those investments and then also in combination that allows all of us in the industry and the space to support each other in uh, in a way as we get to move ahead and these industries start to grow. Um, and it's still my opinion that we will, that all of us have a place to be involved in that value chain. And so collaboration and partnering across our industry is mission critical, especially as um, we're talking about more and more involvement of uh, high pressure, low temperature molecules that um, that safety is really important here. You mentioned hydrogen. What are those next industry disruptors and how is Chart poised to capitalize on them? I think that our industry, it's interesting to me because one of the things that I hear frequently about our industry is that we take a long time to develop new products, um, that we are typically a stodgier industry as a whole. And I disagree with that completely. I think we're actually the ones who are the disruptors and see these things first. Um, and a part of that is because as an industry, we're agnostic to the molecule. So we don't have to have one thing be the winner. Um, and so I think it's really important that we don't dismiss some of uh, what we're seeing in terms of cutting edge technologies for the production of the molecule, which I think is the number one potential disruptor here. Um, and that's in particular when you're talking about um, these newer types of end market applications like hydrogen. Um, I also think that we should be uh, careful to not take a strong stance on any one thing where until we learn kind of what the hybrid of solutions is going to look like. Um, so I, one of the disruptors that I see here is how 
um, how electric works with molecules or battery and molecules together. And they, like everything else in my comments about this can be a win-win, you know, it's not going to be any one single answer uh, that the energy transition or the, the you know, as we call it, nexus of clean, clean power, clean water, clean food, clean industrials, is not going to be any one single answer. Um, so as an industry, we need to be the ones looking for those technology breakthroughs but if we're not doing that ourselves, how do our offerings work together to support those? And um, I've had so many great conversations with GATA members since um, since the convention that have been around, okay, if we have Project A, I fit in Project A in a certain way, but I'm missing the next piece of the puzzle, which is the transportation of the molecule, as an example, or how do I then get it once it's at a port, then get the molecule to move a, on a ship, etc. And those conversations have really generated uh, an immense amount of ideas uh, through just talking with other members and their core capabilities. Um, and I think that uh, one of our jobs at Chart is going to be to connect the dots because we do sit kind of in the middle of the value chain. And I think that will bring more and more business to GATA members as we say, okay, we have we have someone building a production facility, but they want to move the molecule to an end user. Um, hey, GATA member A, will you help us out? Do you want to get in the mix on that? So disruption can be also um, how we work together for any particular projects. During your presentation at the convention, you talked about some of your experiences working with distributors. Do you have any favorite stories or memories that you can share about working with a GATA distributor? Uh, yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to COVID times at the beginning of COVID and throughout the the 2020 2021 timeframe where uh, you know specifically the United States faced such COVID challenges and two distributors in particular worked very closely with our business to address the national service. Uh, Ralph Cohen with General Welding Supply in New York, uh, they worked with us and Ralph did 24 hours a day, seven days a week to support many, many of the hospitals in New York City. Um, and that was something that uh, we were very proud to support getting equipment um, to Ralph and General Welding uh, on a moment's notice. And uh, I just think that uh, show, really shows, again, my comment earlier about the heart and soul of this industry. Um, and during that same period uh, in Atlanta, where Chart is headquartered, uh, we worked with the CDC, who's looking, obviously, for solutions to the COVID problem. And uh, we'd, we'd love to shout out John Norton of Select Gases uh, to make sure that he worked with us to make sure equipment was available to the CDC. And um, what I'd say in, in all of these examples, Ralph and John and the Chart teams and their teams really had one goal in mind. And that was for um, for helping helping society, which again that that's what this is all about. And that that's for me um, as a leader in the industry. I'm I'm number one thing is being able to give back, and that comes in so many different forms. Um, so those those guys deserve um, all the recognition that we can give them. Jill, before we go today, was there anything else that you want to share with our viewers? Yes. Uh, I like to, every chance that I have, ask folks to reach out to me. That can be in the form of LinkedIn, in my email address, which Stevie can give away uh, my email or my cell phone number. Um, because to me, the way that um, I learn, and I learn every minute of every day, is by hearing from a variety of different people um, in the industry or even outside of the industry. Um, we're always also looking to add talent into the organization. And so 
Um, you have my commitment that if you do reach out, I will always respond to you. Um, it might not be immediately, <laughs> just depending on how much is in my inbox, but it's um, something that I'm, I'm would love to have more connections throughout the Gauden network. Jill, we appreciate you being with us today. Have a happy new year. If you'd like to reach out to Jill, her email address can be found in the description below. 2023 is poised to be a great year for our industry and our association. After the break, we speak with ITR Economics about what specifically you can expect out of the economy this year. You won't want to miss it, so stick around right after a word from today's presenting sponsor, Weldcoa. Put Weldcoa's manufacturing expertise to work for you. Weldcoa has been creating solutions in manufacturing gas-related products for over 50 years. Its team takes the time to understand your fill plant environment and design a solution that meets and often exceeds the objectives. When you choose Weldcoa, you can rest assured that you'll be investing in the most dependable, made-in-the-USA products on the market today. We're here to support you, Gauda. Get more with Weldcoa today. Joining us next today is Gauda's Chief Economist and CEO of ITR Economics, Brian Bolio. Brian, we appreciate you being with us today. It is my pleasure to be here, Steve. Thanks for inviting me. Brian, what would you say is the overall economic outlook for the gas and welding industry in 2023? It's really mixed. Um, the Federal Reserve has put us into an inverse yield curve situation, and that is giving us an 88% probability that in the second half of 2023, we're going to find conditions weakening for our industry. Um, and our GANA members are going to have to battle through that obviously, uh, in order to make 2023 the year that they would like it to be. You know, on a dollar basis, uh, it's going to be easier than on a volume basis to call it the flat year relative to 2022. Um, but it can be done. I mean, we know these guys and, and, and ladies, they, they can do it. We know that. It sounds like the second half of the year will have its challenges, but the last three years have had outside influences. COVID, inflation, supply chain shortages, etc. Do you see the business environment returning to some semblance of normalcy in 2023, or will it still be affected by those outside influences? Yes, we, it is going to have some degree of normalcy associated with it in that supply chains are becoming more normal. They're not back to normal, but they are becoming more normal. And I think that's going to continue. Uh, we're seeing onshoring uh, going on more and more. Our foreign direct investment into the United States remains very strong. And that's going to help make business conditions feel more, get more into a rhythm, right? And feel the way that they uh, used to feel. The labor shortage is going to continue to be a problem. And that's not ever going to feel normal, I don't think. Um, but we control what we can, right? And, uh, what is normal is treating your people right and uh, having a very strong, positive culture and uh, doing the best you can. ITR produces an incredible amount of data, including the quarterly report in each issue of the magazine. But if you were in an elevator with a GATA member and only had a minute, what's the biggest takeaway about this year that you would want them to walk away with? Biggest takeaway I'd like to impart on people is with everything going on around us and all the swirling news and it's seemingly chaos in, in so much of the news, listen, just, just focus on what you can control. We can't control interest rates. We can't control inflation, but we can control how we react to those. Um, if you focus on what you can control and do that very, very well, 
then the the rest of it tends to diminish in relative importance. And and that's the best way to get through, particularly the second half of 2023. Are there any last messages that you want to leave viewers with before we go today? The last thought that I would like to leave with people is um, several, as a matter of fact. One, people have tended to look upon the Federal Reserve as if they're omniscient or all-powerful, and they're just people trying to do the best that they can do with imperfect tools. Uh, so don't give them too much credit for trying to engineer a soft landing. There's an 88% probability that we're not going to have a soft landing based on what's already happened. So that's what we should be dealing with. The other part of it is turn off the news. <laughs> you know, there's a reason we invented sports. It's to give us something else to follow. Um, the headlines are going to drive you crazy. Uh, we offer a lot of free material on our, our website. Avail yourselves of that to get behind the headlines and look at the data and see what's actually going on. It is different than what those headlines are telling. Brian, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. To hear more from ITR Economics, read the full extended interview that will appear in the first quarter 2023 issue of Well-Made Gases Today. ITR will also have its full 12-page quarterly report in the first quarter issue. It's truly an indispensable resource. Hobart Institute of Welding Technology offers an AWS-certified welding supervisor prep for exam course. This course teaches distributors how to bring real value to their customers by assisting them to reduce weld metal volume, reduce rejects, rework, scrap, and much more. Check our website to see all courses or contact us today at 937-332-9500 for more information on enrollment requirements. Today's member news segment is brought to you by Anthony Welded Products. With carts, cradles, cages, and pallets, Anthony has a model for every purpose. Unfortunately, as has become all too common in recent episodes, we begin today by offering condolences to GAUTA members who have passed away recently. Bruce Cook, president and owner of Humphreys Welding Supply, passed away tragically at the age of 52 on December 6th following a snowmobiling accident. We also offer our condolences to the friends and family of Robin Kinneman, who passed away at the age of 76. Robin worked for Manchester Tank for more than 32 years until his retirement in 2017. Our thoughts and prayers are with those who knew both Bruce and Robin. In happier news, industry veteran Bob Rance joined MK Products as his new national sales manager. Dynabraid announced that it has achieved ISO 9001-2015 certification for its quality management system at its Clarence, New York headquarters. Central Welding Supply opened its Anchorage, Alaska location, which allowed it to expand local retail and statewide service to Alaska. Weldstar promoted Andrew Blattner to specialty gas manager. Airgas celebrated the grand opening of its new distribution center in Henderson, Nevada. PDC Machines appointed Michael Ciotti as its senior vice president of products. Butler Gas announced that it will be celebrating its 75th anniversary in 2023. Congratulations to the entire Butler team for achieving this milestone. The IWDC announced that it broke its all-time annual member spend record, eclipsing $370 million for 2022. The IWDC also announced that it had raised more than $38,000 for Reignite Hope. SureWorks announced that it had acquired Oberon Company. Rotorex released a new book commemorating its 100-year anniversary. Gas Equipment Company launched its new website. 
To learn more about any of these member news items or to submit member news of your own, read the full January 15th Gauda Connection in your email inbox today or by clicking the link in the description below. The packaged gas and welding supply industry needs a comprehensive software tool to track assets and effectively manage price volatility, procurement challenges, and new regulatory requirements. DataCore ERP does all of this and more. Our software helps gas distributors refine shipping and inventory processes, improve production and distribution models, track assets, and achieve long and short-range planning with greater accuracy. Start using data to grow your business, enhance your productivity, and enable success with DataCore. You've already heard from two industry leaders this episode about what to expect from our industry from an economic standpoint in 2023. This year will also be an incredibly exciting year for Gauda. We have several great events planned for 2023 that you won't want to miss. We begin on February 1st as Gauda's first ever Master Business Academy, or Gauda MBA, will launch. If you miss our December 15th episode of Gauda TV, we had an opportunity to speak with Jeremy Wall from Goalmakers discussing this exciting program. Click the link in the description below to go back and watch that segment. February will also see the launch of our first quarter 2023 issue of Welding Gases Today. Our annual forecast issue is Can't Miss Reading and helps set the stage for what to expect from our industry in 2023. The monthly safety manager safety meeting is back this year by popular demand. Our next meeting takes place online on February 8th. Goddess consultants are routinely rated as the number one Goddess member benefit. If you haven't been signing up for these meetings, make that your New Year's resolution. This year's SMC will take place in the city of Brotherly Love from May 6th to the 8th. Gauda President Robert Anders has put together another incredible agenda for the SMC. Be sure to keep your eyes out in upcoming issues of the Gauda Connection and episodes of Gauda TV for registration information and interviews previewing the SMC. Suffice to say, you won't want to miss this. The first of our regional meetings will take place in Seven Springs, Pennsylvania from June 7th to the 9th. The Seven Springs Regional is generally the highest attended regional. It's a great blend of the networking and education you've come to expect from a GADA event set against the picturesque mountain backdrop of Southern Pennsylvania. GADA's Northwest Regional Meeting will take place from July 19th to the 23rd in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Check back later in the spring for more details and sign-up information for this regional. If you like to golf like me, and I've been around Gauda long enough to know that we have a lot of golfers in the audience, this is one you'll definitely want to attend, as Coeur d'Alene is home to one of the most famous golf holes in the entire world. Gauda Central Regional will take place from July 31st to August 1st. Details are still being finalized, but it will take place in Northern Ohio. Keep an eye out for a more complete agenda later this year. Finally, Gauda's Northeast Regional will take place from August 15th to the 17th in Ledyard, Connecticut. The regional meetings are chock full of information in a more intimate setting than our national meetings. From October 2nd to the 5th, the event that you've all been waiting for, GADA's annual convention returns to the Grand Wailea in Maui, Hawaii. What's better than a GADA annual convention? Not much, except a GADA annual convention in Hawaii. This is one that doesn't need to be sold or hyped up. You won't want to miss it. Keep an eye out for more events to be added throughout the year. Gauda succeeds because of members like you, and we want you to get the most bang for your buck, so make sure you're taking advantage of all that we have to offer in 2023. Gauda Media is the go-to resource for news and information about the gases and welding industry. Through our wide variety of publication platforms, Gauda Media keeps our members up to date on all of the most breaking news, emerging trends, and member events in the industry. Want to get your company's message seen? 
We have a quarterly print publication, a twice-monthly newsletter, an online buyer's guide, and a twice-monthly news show. If it's happening at Gas Welding, it's happening on Gauta Media. Want to learn more? Contact your Gauta Media representative today. We hope that everyone had a great Christmas and that this new year is off to a great start. The new year is always a great time for a blank slate and a new start. If there are industry topics that you'd like to see discussed by Gauta Media, either on Gauta TV, our podcast, the magazine, or the newsletter, please reach out today. We want to be the best resource that we can for members like you. Thank you all for tuning in today. On behalf of all of us here at Gauta TV, this is Steve Guillermo signing off.